The Good Buddies Anime Podcast is hosted by two rowdy, foul-mouthed American cowboys. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Show. I am your good buddy, Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon. And we're doing our seasonal ranking. Oh, here we go, baby. Oh, yeah. Spring 2021. (laughs) Spring 2021. It is a new season. With that, we're going to take another trip to... Well, it's a little different this time. We normally, if you don't mind, would take a trip to Good Buddy Brandon's Mount Vibe Check. Yeah. A a beautiful ski resort where uh, animes try to make it to the what, Roger, if they were so, so good? The tippity top. They would be the tippity top. And then they would go on down. uh, You got the tippity top. You got just below that doing just fine. The snowy fields of doing just fine. Below that, you got the cliffhangers. Below that, you got the uh, glacial chasm. And then beyond even that, we got the ones that didn't even make it out there snoozing at the launch. But we're mixing up a little time because if y'all listen to the podcast, get ready to check out Rapid Kick Media on YouTube because we are doing a straight up tier list this time. It's going to be ever so slightly different. Okay. So we have an S rank, which would be our tippity tops. We got A and B, which would be doing this fine. I'm going to say S rank for so, so good. A rank for uh, awesome. B rank for basically great. C rank is going to be our our cliffhangers. That still means cliffhangers, I guess. Not okay. not so great. Okay. We got D, which is where we're gonna put the uh, didn't even make it out. These these guys. This this is the board to death. D snoozing is for at death. the lodge. D is for board to snoozing, death. Snoozing, snoozing. Still snoozing. And then we do have our special F rank for straight up trash shows. And I just want to say real quick, you know, normally when we do these, it you know, it's we're going off one episode of these. I will say I've seen a couple of episode twos on these, but I'm talking specifically. We're gonna be ranking them on uh our first episode mm-hmm. and your good buddy brandon has watched at least one episode of every of these damn shows except for any sequel series and nothing that is in netflix jail uh spinoffs are okay yeah uh sequel series though there are a lot of great ones going on there right are now, a so lot sure, of great ones be so sure if anything you're checking out megalobox yeah megalobox is rad uh still haven't caught uh the uh new season of uh Zombie Land Saga. Saga. But yes, that one looks really good. Yeah, it's good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. But uh, I just want to say that since we are doing a tier list, obviously that means that my word is law and everything I say is absolutely correct. You can argue all you want, but it's too fucking bad. This is where it's at. I'm fairly unfamiliar with these lists. I kind of missed out on the trend (laughs) a bit. So I'm going to take everything you say as it is. Yeah, man. The law. Absolutely. But no, in all seriousness, uh, we're not going to shit on any shows. We just want to tell them how it is. You have the big sheriff badge. We're going to give them. And the I giant do. swinging weenie. And I got the big iron on my hip. But uh, we're, we're not here to shit on any shows. We just want to talk <laughs> about them, give you a little something, something. Tell not you shitting about on anything, baby. But uh, Roger, why don't you go ahead and start us off? I'm okay. going to let Roger's going to be controlling this. He's yeah. going to pick the shows. I'm going to talk about them. I, and tell us what I haven't seen most of these shows, so this in. should be fun. I'm going to try in. to keep it, you know, like I don't want to group all the ones I have seen up. Uh, but here we go. Let's see what happens. Uh, let's start with. Uh, you know what? I like going to the bottom left when I do booster packs. So let's go with uh, Koikomo. Ah, Koikomo. This show is garbage. 
Yes, I did have my air horn ready. Uh, why don't you go ahead and drop that right into F rank? So here's Suck the thing about Koikimo. Koikimo is one that, uh, honestly, like, so here's the thing. This is a story uh, all about how this dude almost died in the train station. And he is saved by a girl who grabs him by his collar, pulls him back, saves his ever-loving life. And then he's like, wow, she even gives him some lunch because he's like, oh, I guess I'm just tired. Uh, he gets home later after work. He finds, uh, he, he lives with his younger sister. He finds she's got a friend over. Oh, look at that. It's that girl he met. He almost, he very quickly falls in love and declares, I'm going to marry this girl. He starts sending her gifts and everything. Oh, and that would be really cute if he was not a grown ass man with a nine to five and she was a high school girl and he is just straight up stalking her. Hey. Now, this is one of those where like you could say, eh, it's a cartoon. How big's the age gap? Blah, blah, blah. The dude is a straight up ski. All the things that I normally say. Yes. The dude is a straight up. <laughs> Ski, skeevy dude though he literally like she actually gets his number and calls him to be like hey this is kind of a lot can you not and he's like oh i guess i am kind of being a little overbearing huh she's like yeah you really are he's like well i'm not gonna stop i'm just gonna keep on following you and now i got your number ha <laughs> ha the dude is a monster he's straight up stalking this girl um and it has the awful distinction of toward the end of the episode her being like i guess he isn't so bad no he is he is the subtitle for the show is it's disgusting to call this love it's a trash show. Throw it in the garbage. That's where it belongs. Okay. Next okay. up, Roger, pick one for us. Um, okay, then I want to do one that I have seen. Let's okay, bring go, it. Uh, let's go with Odd Taxi. Odd Taxi is one that I really enjoy. So the thing about Odd Taxi, a brief description, uh, it is the, it's a city of anthropomorphic animals. I said mm -hmm. it right. Uh, where we got this walrus taxi driver. He finds himself... Uh, mostly he's just like having conversations with people in his taxi and stuff, but you do get to see the conversation around him and everything that's happening. It seems like he's going to end up embroiled in some kind of kidnapping missing person yeah. crime drama thing. I really like this show so far. Yeah, my, my takeaway from it is that this show is about everything and nothing at the same time. Yes, and I'm rather enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of whenever I was a kid and adults went just at the air. Mm -hmm. There was a bunch of weird shows on Adult Swim oh, yeah. that were very strange to me. And this show reminds me of something that you would see yeah. from that era. I will say that, yeah, it does kind of remind me of some of those, although it does have a really, a pretty solid through line, despite being, like, all over the place. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Uh, one thing that I told you, it kind of reminds me of, uh, I really like the writing in it. It kind of hits me with the uh, Quentin Tarantino vibes mm -hmm. in that, not that everyone's saying the N-word a lot. They don't do that. What they do is they'll have, like, these conversations about literal nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, uh, you know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese and France or whatever, blah, blah, blah. That whole thing. That's this conversation about nothing, but it tells you about these characters. These guys in the first episode have an extended discussion about uh, We Are the World and Bruce Springsteen's part in that song. Yeah. Just chatting it up. It's really fun. I'm going to say it. This is a tippity top for me. Drop it in S. Oh, ring, we're putting baby. an S. Odd taxi. I really, I think it's so an we S. From, we go from F to S. All right. Yeah, we All had right. a pretty All big right, jump. Baby, there. That's, cool. that's cool. That's cool. That's a pretty cool. big jump. I really like that one, though. Uh, we'll see how it pans out, of course. This is only after one episode for all the, most of these, but yeah. Uh, why don't you hit us with another one? Okay, man. Let's do uh, Let's do burning comedy, 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 comedy. <laughs> burning comedy. Do they, in fact, say comedy? A yes, lot? that is part of the game. That is part of it. <laughs> The whole thing. So here's the thing. Comedy is a thing that you and me both, I think, for the first time got exposed to during Chio School Road when we yes. talked about that show. And it is a game in which it is basically, it is basically tag. It's basically a team sport, super intense tag. 
and you have a you have a court that's split into two and you got to go back and forth you, you got one guy from your team who's going over to the other side to try and tag as many people before they can tackle him and the way that they have a time limit is you can only stay over there as long as you can keep saying comedy you have to chant comedy without taking a breath that's why they chant comedy the game so here's the thing about the thing about this show. Does the word comedy have a meaning? I think it's the name. I'm sure it means something. Okay. I, I honestly don't know. I wish I had done the research. Forgive me. I'm a, I'm a terrible American cowboy. <laughs> yeah. I'm an ignorant American cowboy who does not know. But <laughs> you do not know about the game of comedy. I really don't. The thing is, like the guy even says so. So the dude in this show, he quite literally sees comedy as a joke at first. This guy, like, who was a magazine cover level soccer star in middle school, has now begun high school. He doesn't want to play sports. He's going to be a full-time streamer. Can relate. Um, and he really doesn't want to mess with sports. Everybody's trying to get him to join the sports team. Finally, this comedy team is like, hey, man, they basically trick him into joining the team. And by the end of it, he does agree, you know, this isn't, comedy's not a joke. Uh, it's a lot of fun, blah de blah. But, like, the whole show seems like it's really trying to convince me that comedy isn't a joke, which is fine. I will accept your sport. I love wrestling. People hate that. But, mm -hmm. like, it's kind of real dumb. I just don't care about this show. Okay. okay. I just don't. So I'm going to say, honestly, that one, mm, let's throw it in C. Let's call it's, it a cliffhanger. It's, a cliffhanger. it's not amazing. It's not amazing. It's fine. It sounds like it's snoozing at the lot. It ain't no. It ain't all no right, high cue. Right, it ain't right, no right, high cue. Right, right. It ain't no. It ain't those sports shows you want, man. Yeah. Okay. But it's not terrible. I was legitimate. I was entertained. I wouldn't say it was snoozing, but it was... Okay. I don't want to watch any more of it. Okay. Hit me with um, another one, big boy. Let's go with one that I've been considering checking out. Let's right. try Dragon Goes House Hunting. Dragon Goes House Hunting. I I like it. I like it. I would probably put that one in. It's definitely an A or a B. I'm going to say B. Okay. I'm going to drop it in B. Dragon this is goes, law. This is law. It's not moving yeah. up. It's not moving up. It's not moving around at all. Dragon Goes House Hunting is the story of a just baby back bitch dragon who cannot, like, he's an absolute weakling. He has horrible <laughs> stats. It's a fantasy world, so he's got, like, scores and shit. And he gets kicked out of the dragon's den by his dragon daddy and has to go find his own place to live. And boy, oh boy, he is a real sad sack. He almost immediately gets grabbed by a bunch of, uh, like, dwarves, and they're like, awesome, we're gonna tear this guy apart and use his bones to make cool weapons. And he's like, and then he manages to get away. He like tries to get a house with these goblins. It's all real goofy. He's definitely he ends up uh, running into running across this uh, elf guy who's gonna like help him to like find a house. This this elf is a literal fantasy. Um, what do you call the people who help you find a house? I just completely uh, realtor. Realtor. He's a fantasy realtor. Like the first thing you see is him showing these two slimes this great cave that has so much shelf space okay it's real goofy <laughs> it's a lot of fun honestly i do like the show a lot but i don't know i don't know that there's a whole lot of meat on those bones it seems like he's gonna like try the castle try the big haunted forest and then i don't know where they go from there it seems like just a lot of the same joke but it's pretty funny it you know later on in the season after one episode it's b it can move up okay, okay. but if after one episode it's i'm gonna b. i'm gonna i probably will give this one a shot and you know I might even wait for the dub to come around, and what'll set it atop is if they, in fact, give the dragon the Dusty Gazanga's voice. Oh, that would be great! I know you love a Dusty Gazanga <laughs> voice. You uh, did kind of a kind of impersonation there that that was Dusty Gazanga's oh, voice. Dragon. Yeah. I definitely wasn't trying. To it do wasn't that, it okay. wasn't perfect, but you know I it know was that in you the could ballpark. do better. Yeah. It was in the ballpark. 
Um, uh, hit me with one. Man. Okay, man. Let's uh, let's go with one that I haven't heard of. Uh, 86, 8, uh, 86, 86. 86, 86. This one? Huh. I'm going to drop it in A. You're going to drop? Okay. I, I, I like this show. It has... It has some stuff that I'm like, meh, but I like it. So 8686 is a weird little one that's about, so basically you've got the, uh, it's like you've got the empire of blotty blah and the Republic of Blooty Blue. And we start in the Republic of Blooty Blue and we see the capital and there's all these people who are running stuff in the army and all that. And first of all, all everyone in the freaking capital has silver ass hair they look like sephiroth clones and i'm like there is some weird inbreeding going on there that has to form into the story because it's such a weird choice to make that mm. literally all of them have white hair but the whole thing is that we got this one lady who she's one of the majors or whatever and they don't have an army now i'm gonna spoil this show so get ready you know spoiler alert for 8686 they don't have an army of people they have these robot these drones that go out and they do all the fighting, but they are manned by these very realistic AIs. Okay. So she, her job is she's one of the operators who tells them what to do and how to do their stuff, and they do it. And everybody else is like, eh, who cares? They're just AIs. Why does she like them so much? She actually feels when these AIs get destroyed and die, quote unquote. Um, really bums her out. And then the second half of the episode, you find out, no, ain't no fucking AIs. That's real ass people. Duh. Oh. Yeah, and they they actually look different, and clearly it's like you know you got this upper class that's all inbred, and this lower class that like is actually doing all the work. Um, she gets put in charge of the the spearhead squad, which is like the main fighting force. Uh, the leader is codenamed Undertaker. Rest in peace. Boom. They call him the Reaper. They call him Reaper and the Undertaker. How badass this guy need to be? But like everyone who's ever handled this squad ends up going crazy and losing it because of the sounds of death or whatever but she's been put in charge now and she actually cares about him. I am interested to see where this show goes. I will say they do a really, they do the really annoying thing of showing you this diverse cast of soldiers. And of course the Brown dude dies first. Okay. And you know, you know, I thought that was a trope. We ended in the nineties. No, never. It's it's still around baby. Uh, the Brown dude dies first. And if there is either, uh, typically in American action movies, anyway, if there's either an Asian dude or, a Native American dude, he's gonna have a big sacrificial death, like every like in time. Predator. Every t yes, every time, every fucking time. Um, but yeah, the show's fine. The thing is, it does it does that thing where not only does the brown guy die, but the brown guy got wounded and he's not gonna make it. So, codename Reaper, the Undertaker, has to put a bullet in him to put him out of his misery. And you're supposed to feel bad for him. Ooh, <laughs> whatever. The show's fine. I actually do enjoy it. I'm going to give it a few more episodes. We'll see how it goes. But, like, yeah, it's it's very tropey. Okay. It's easy to say. It's very tropey. Okay. okay. What do you want to do next, baby? Uh, Shadow Shadow's House. Shadow's House is pretty rad. I actually, I struggled with Shadow's House. I'm going to say Shadow's House, it's an A, and it's as close to an S as an A is going to get. I think it's so just like right here. It's like right in there. It just misses out on S rank. I'm just going to, I'll go ahead and say that shadows house is pretty interesting. It is first of all, really interesting animation, really interesting story. So the whole thing is you have this, um, I'm scrolling through my notes to find it. A young girl, a quote unquote living doll wake up, wakes up and she knows only one thing that she is to be a servant of mistress Kate. Who's one of this faceless shadow clan that lives in this big mansion and that's her job when you see kate and when you see all the shadow people 
they literally look like they drew a character and then just blacked them out. They are a silhouette. They are a black silhouette. They exude this weird soot. And she is basically not only her servant, but her quote unquote face. When you look at these characters, they appear to be exactly the same silhouette. But Kate is like completely like no face, no anything. She even like at one point makeup gets put on her and you can see it for a second and it just fades away. She's completely black. There's just nothing there. Uh, it's really interesting. They're literal living shadows. Um, the show's pretty interesting. It, it's like got this very goth aesthetic and the intro has like some really wild visuals of like people walking into like what appears to be this living shadows and little hands grabbing them and pulling them under. It really felt like Bloodborne to me. Oh, uh, so which it's got is, kind of that Lovecraftian yeah, like a little Baroque bit, style. a little bit. I really... Like just on, um, dang dude, that that takes it up to like this is a must see for me now. Just to... it's pretty. I really like it, man. After that first episode, anyway. Okay. And we also from the intro and outro know that there are more kids with more shadows who are doing the same thing that she is. I I'm really into it. It's got a rad art style. Yeah, I'm feeling it. It's as close to an S rank as an A is gonna get. Okay. Again, um, yeah, check out Shadows House. It's pretty sweet. What else you got? Okay, let's uh, let's do one that I have I have seen. Okay. Uh, let's do Kestis, uh, the Roman fighter. Bro, this show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, dude. I didn't this, like it at all. This animation is, I think it's worse than the Berserk animation. It's all the fuck. So, first of all, it does this thing where it starts in 3D with like, yeah. the, like some, I honestly, the CG was okay, but like the proportions were way off. The head is too small. They look really weird. They look really, really Sometimes weird. Sometimes they look too big, I think. The face but, the face was pretty cool. I thought, I thought the face was yeah. expressive. But like the proportions, the arms look like little twigs coming off of them. They it's also really do odd. this thing where like, you know, in animation, like the first thing you learn, like when you do flip animations, uh -huh. like you gotta if, flip the face. If if you if you have if you have your arm, okay and you want it to move down, you you do the 90 degree motion. So right. you, you start at the top and then 90 degrees to your yes. side. Um, and that's like the first thing you learn. That's what this animation just uses. Yeah. Like there's no movement in between. It just pops. Dip, bop, boop, bop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but of that, course your eye makes the illusion, but right. you can tell when that illusion is But there. see, here's the thing. It starts with that not great CG and then goes into some pretty bad 2d for the yeah. rest of it it's including like very good a bit at the end that i rewound a couple of times just to look at this dude's weird face because he's like he's got like a straight up lazy eyes like you are all the way off bottle my dude it's yeah. wild yeah, story wise it's, it's i don't hate the story is the thing it's the story of uh cestus yeah who is a slave Roman fighter slave yeah. fighter yes uh who despite unlike everyone else in his little group of slave fighters has been taught proper boxing and this dude can whip a little ass he's not he's not big he's not strong but he's quick and he's he's accurate he can he can mm -hmm. box um it clearly in the episode sets up uh his rival i think his name is ruscus mm -hmm. who basically knows ancient grecian mma <laughs> it's called like pr prank uh, hang on i have it in my notes it's called like uh pakration Pakration, dude i can't believe you went as deep as you did into this it, show. that's a real thing i looked it okay. up it's a real thing i i story-wise i don't hate it but the art and animation is so bad yeah it's hard to look at like it's i really think that it's worse than berserk yeah throw it in f but throw it you in know f. the difference between this and berserk even if berserk's animation is slightly better even if it's same yeah. par 
This isn't Berserk, so yeah. just throw it. Uh, in there. Where, it's trash. Where's it at? It's right there. Yeah. No, no, you were uh, over it. No, no, there, there, we go, there, there we go. It's an F. It's, it's an, an F, F, baby. It's an F. Yeah, it's an F. I did, I did I'm sorry. I, can't, I didn't I much care it. for it myself. Yeah, it I'm was, not gonna watch any more of that. I'm like, very forgiving with animation too. Yeah. Like to to a fault, <laughs> I am so forgiving with animation. Mercy me. But yeah, this one I was just like, oh, this is bad. All right, what's next, baby? This bad. Let's do, uh, Vivi. Vivi, fluoride eyes song. Yes. Vivi is one of the ones I, I watched uh, pretty early this season. Um, starts out, so it starts out in the future where the AIs have apparently just started killing humans. And I implore uh. everyone, watch the first five minutes of this show because it's kind of awesome at first. Because, like, you're seeing it's clearly like Disneyland. Like, there's a big parade happening with these big floats and these animatronics and stuff. And there's, like, songs playing. There's someone singing this beautiful song. And then you just see, like, a car overturned and on fire. And then you see someone, like, running away at full speed. And then, like, someone's, like, laying down, like, against this wall, like, like they're injured. And this person, who is clearly a robot, they got, like, a blinky thing on their neck or something, comes up and, like, are you okay? And then grabs their neck and chokes them out. It's fuck. It's killer. It's rad. But that's how it starts. From there, basically, this uh, dude, this freaking science man, Bill Nye the Science Guy, somehow sends a program to the past? No, that ain't real. And this program, he sends it to find this one specific android, the first humanoid an uh, uh, AI that was made, uh, who is a singer. She does have beautiful blue hair. It is Hatsune Miku. And not really. But he wants it, it wants her to stop that from happening. And the way it's going to do that is by like stopping these Android, right, these AI right things from being made and all this stuff. She basically goes from being a singer Android to mm -hmm. a bodyguard slash like all kind of weird stuff. She's like breaking into buildings, stopping people from killing this dude from assassinating this guy. It's really wild. She stops him from being blown up in the first episode. I don't hate it. I don't hate this show, but it's also like, I don't know. It's not amazing. You could do worse. Where's it going, baby? Put in C. C. It's a C. Okay. It's. I. I will watch maybe a couple more episodes of this one, but I don't see it going the distance. I'll just say it. I'll just say it. Uh, I what I will say. I was watching it and I was like, is this the the Janelle Monae Metropolis anime I was hoping for? No, it is not. It is not. It's not even close. But okay, it's not terrible. It's there's definitely worse stuff this season. Two of them are on the board right now. But yeah, what do you got for me, man? Let's do full dive. I'm God. gonna I'm gonna struggle to read this. The ultimate next gen full dive RPG is even shittier than real life. Than real life. Yeah. It, I, I I have read the title list. I have watched the first episode, but the the font is kind of small, so it's hard for me. Hey to man, see you know where here. that's going? D. No. F. F. <laughs> it's trash. This show sucks. <laughs> this show's dumb. So full dive is. Uh... It's like. Halfway, like, it's kind of cross between like their shocking moments, and I don't know if they're supposed to be funny or not funny. Yeah, so because Homeboy gets stabbed in the back of the neck, and the apple that is part still was, on. It's kind of hilarious. The I don't know if it's supposed was, to be hilarious. However, the apple, I don't know how it stayed on there, but he had an apple on a knife. Yeah, and he, he goes was carving up an apple, and he, he accidentally gets this knife stabbed through his throat, and the apple's still on the knife. It's very goofy. It's on the end of the how the, I don't know how the hell that happened. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't nope. make a lick of sense. It made me laugh, though. Yeah, basically, dude wants to buy the new finalizing quest of ERMMO. Haha, <laughs> it's Final Fantasy. Get it? Because uh, it's like part 22. Uh, but he gets talked out or of Dragon it. Or Dragon Quest. 
I, 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 maybe, yeah. Uh, like but he gets, he gets suckered into buying a different game that's so adult it's rated ZZ, first of all. Wow. Uh, and then he logs in. The shit's so realistic he can taste the apples and feel pain. He almost immediately kills someone by accident. Honestly, it's a fun premise, but it's, I, I, it's one, a little too boring for me to care, and two... You know I'm not into like you know the the straight up harem stuff, and yeah. by the outro it looks like it's definitely going to be a straight yeah. up harem. I think that I would give this. And he one can't of... stop staring at the shopkeepers' tits. Like, I mean, neither can I. So wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trash boy. Uh, uh, I mean, they're they're right there, dude. They're humongous. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, this show just fails to be like I. I gave it a chance. A, I knew, I was like, okay, this is kind of like, this is moving the East Sky territory, and I try to stay out of that territory now. Um, but it just never got me. I was like, yeah. I gave it a chance because it had shittier in the title. Yeah. That was the sole part. funny. It had the word shittier in the title. So that's what I, you know, you play shitty games, you get shitty prizes, I guess. There you go. Uh, there we go. That one's an F. Um, right. I, I might have, I you know, if this were my list, I might have said D, but... Yeah, uh, it's on my list, and I don't make the law around here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, not I'm the one with the big iron on his hip. So, <laughs> what you got? Uh, let's man? let's make a mug too. Let's make a mug too. This show's cute. Um, first of all, it's kind of weird. How cute is it? It's pretty cute. First of all, it does a thing where so if you look at it in the app, it has like a 14 minute animated episode and then like a nine minute live action thing. That is one whole episode. They just split them. Um, so it has like a live action component. It's not bad. It's a little boring, but it's very cute. Basically, homegirl like is at school. Um, her mom, you find out, was like really into pottery, and she made a bunch of mugs that they use at her um, at her dad's like cafe or whatever. Uh, mom is out, not in the picture. She passed away unfortunately. Um, but she ends up like joining the uh, pottery club at school. And everyone finds out who her mom was. They're like, holy shit, your mom was, like, super famous, dude. She she did some of the best work ever. Like, they, like she had some mugs, like, for show and tell or whatever. And they're like, yeah, this is definitely her work. So she goes home. And she's like, yo, I'm going to join the Pottery Club. And dad immediately gets all quiet and distant. And he's, like, kind of bummed out about it. Like, there's definitely some sadness and trauma there. It's a pretty cool show. It has, like... Seems like a really strange premise. Yeah. It's weird, but... In terms of, like, a cute little hobby show, it's got, like, some emotional grip to it that I don't hate. Okay. That, like, I, I find refreshing because a lot yeah. of times these hobby shows just have nothing going for them except the hobby. Um, but, yeah, it's decent. I'd, call, I'd put it uh, I'd put it in B. I'd put, it in, put B. it in B? Okay. I'd put it in B. Okay. It's not, it's not I, like... I do like mugs. Yeah. I drink lots of coffee. I got me one of your uh, one of your mugs right here. It's a Capsule yeah. Corp, and I'm, it's got trunks on the other side, yep, and I'm slurping some water. I got me some good mugs. I got me my Chobits mug. You bought me uh, my favorite mug ever, <laughs> which was a very large. It's one of those big it's mugs. It's huge. It's one of those huge ones that has like the super sparkly Sailor Moon all around the all around the mugs. It's beautiful. I knew you'd love it. I you knew, knew I would. would. You know me all so well. Uh, um, what you got for me? Combatants will be dispatched. Jesus Christ, this show. So Combatants will be dispatched is one where basically this evil organization has already taken over the world. Uh, the evil organization is run by two big titty women um, and their uh, ultimate super soldier. I just want to say that I don't sit around looking at anime titties all day if that's what you got <laughs> from the RPG one. 
Uh, I don't, in fact, do that. Probably, Roger, Roger's been thinking about that and waiting for his chance to backtrack this yeah, whole I was, episode. I was like, there's, there's no way that anime titties aren't going to come back up. All right. Point is, they take their their ultimate super soldier, who like they one of them, at least one of them, may you believe or may me, not. Right? Yes, I believe you. I mean, may or, one of the these big titty women may or may not secretly be into this dude, and they're sending him to another dimension to take over that one. And the other dimension runs on the other planet. Excuse me, they teleport to another planet that runs on like straight up fantasy rules. Like there's magic and shit. There's a princess. Looks like there was some technology in the past because they got like a monument that's clearly a blown up tank. This show is garbage. But it knows it's garbage, and I respect that. I respect that it knows it's garbage. It is still going an F. Okay, okay. But it, it, it at least knows it's garbage. It does, like, what I'm going to call classic Ichi, where, like, it's not just, whoops, I tripped into your tits. It's like, dude jumps into the air and, like, dives toward the girl's boobs, and then she spin kicks him. It's like classic, like, yeah. anime, cartoony, sexy crap. Yeah, um, like I think they did that in the Disciple or something. Yeah, I guess. Well, that one didn't really have that much. They're 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 much worse than that. It's like it's like it's and not, that one's not a classic. You could do worse. Yeah. is what I'm saying. It's definitely the top of the F. It's still an F. I at don't know. Point, I, I might give it a shot, dude. I love Anime Planet. So well, let me know what you think. Um, <laughs> at one point, the dude like they find an old supercomputer that nobody knows is cute. Yeah, I'm, I I caught that. I'm not laughing. I'm no selling it, but I I got it. Um. I'm not laughing. I don't know what you're talking about. He's over here losing his mind on his own joke. Anime Planet, fuck you. Um, basically, dude, like at one point they find an old supercomputer that they managed to reboot because he's also got like this little uh, android girl with him who's helping him with shit. And they have to s select a new password for it. And he's like, make the password Dick Festival. Why would you make it Dick Festival? Because imagine, dude, the princess is going to have to say Dick Festival to use it. It's like the fuck is wrong with you man <laughs> it is a good, not even funny it is a good memorable password it's though. not even funny <laughs> it's dumb the show's dumb it's trash but it knows it's trash and i respect that to a point so there you go it's still trash though it okay. is getting an f it is in the glacial chasm okay it is okay trash. okay so right. i'm gonna try to find i'm looking i'm looking for a d baby i'm looking for a d oh there's a couple uh let's see let's go with uh let's go with pretty boy detective club Pretty Boy Detective Club. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Uh, Damn, not a D, huh? I'm gonna put it in A. Dang. In this show, here's Dang. the thing about here's the thing about Pretty Boy Detective Club. Beautiful artwork. Okay. Fucking beautiful. The thumbnail artwork. was great. It looked yeah. great. It's and I actually don't don't discount that the show's let me tell you, not terrible. Let me ask you something, man. Now, if you were in a, gonna join a Pretty Boy Detective Club, here's what you need to know. The first thing the show tells you: there's three rules to Pretty Boy Detective Club. What do you think those three rules are, Roger? You dress nicely. <laughs> you make sure your hair's did. Okay. And don't talk about Pretty Boy Detective Club. <laughs> yeah, you don't talk about the club. <laughs> no, incorrect. The rules are you have to be pretty, you have to be a boy, and you have to be a detective. <laughs> Son of a <laughs> bitch. <laughs> so the show, uh, here's the thing. It's got like these five dudes, and it's kinda it kinda feels like the Oran High School host club but with a detective twist and really pretty artwork. But the thing is, like, each of these dudes, so, like, you've got the main guy, the president of the club, who says he is an, uh, I think the word he uses, aesthetician or something. He loves aesthetics. He's all about pretty shit. And then you've got, like, this guy who's super badass, like, delinquent, but he's also very pretty, and he, ha he is a master chef. He has a beautiful tongue. 
you've got this other guy who's like the abs the school president. He's a great great at speaking and everything. He's got uh he's he's got like voiceover shit even though he's still in high school. He has a beautiful voice. And then you've got this motherfucker. So every time there's a little blonde kid in one of these shows, me and Haley watch him. We're like, oh look, it's Momiji. We always call him Momiji. The Momiji in this show always wears shorts and he has beautiful legs. That's it. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> like it's real goofy, but. I don't hate it, and it's really pretty, and I am intrigued to see where the story goes, because they start with this one that's like, homegirl, it's basically this girl who's asking them to help them help them find this star that she saw when she was younger, she was at the beach, had a barbecue, there was fireworks, she saw this beauty star, it's like, it's gonna be a firework, obviously it's gonna be a firework, but um, if it goes from there to like, more actual mysteries, I'm super in, if it doesn't, it's still pretty to look at, it does have some beautiful artwork and they do this thing where like they have a flashback and it goes into kind of this like different art style they mix the media and everything i watch that first episode tell me tell me okay. if you think it's as pretty okay. as i do okay. i think it's very pretty okay let's it try backflip backflip let me see where that landed on my list because i had to look there's 32 of these and i had to write them all down backflip it's fine put it in b it's a b okay. it's a b we're gonna find some d's in here trust me okay uh Remember, <laughs> I'm worried that I'm just skipping around all of remind, them. Reminding you that uh, D stands for dozing because it was so... It just Snoozing put me at to the sleep. Lodge, yeah. you know? uh, Backflip is fine. It's a show about uh, group rhythm, rhythmic gymnastics. And this guy sees these guys at the high school and they're doing rhythmic gymnastics. And there's a four-person team. supposed to be a six-person team. And he ends up like going to that school and joining up and everything. It's fine. It's cute. It ain't no high cue. It ain't no... Um, it ain't no Yuri on Ice, but okay. it's cute. It could be fun. Yeah, sounds like nothing I would like. I think if I recall correctly, oh, there was some show either this season or last season that actually was made by the person who did Yuri on Ice. It might be that one. So maybe I just shot myself maybe. in the by saying it ain't no Yuri on Ice, but it ain't. It's fine. Um, you could do a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, it's cute enough. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo it. Revengers. Tokyo Revengers. I struggle with this one. I hate this word, Revengers. It's a really dumb name. Yeah, it reminds me of Revengeance. Reven Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid. Solid Revengeance. I never played that game because I hated the name so much. And it's a platinum game, and I heard that it was great. It's apparently very good. I actually like this one a lot. Okay. Okay. I. Where are we going? Where it's are we going? just on the top side of S. It is the lowest S, but it is an S. Okay, it's an S. It is an S. Okay. It, I really like Tokyo Revengers, man. So, basically, I'm just going to read you my notes. Dude is having a shit life and a shit day. Job sucks. No friends. He just saw a news story about this girl and her younger brother being killed by gang violence. Ooh. He, and he realizes, oh, shit. Those damn gangs. He realizes, oh, shit, that girl, I used to date her. It was his first love. His first girlfriend. The only girl he's ever dated, in fact. He's been having a shitty life, but he remembers her and he's like, damn, that, was, that sucks. So, then he's at the train station and... He falls or is pushed onto the train tracks. And as the train is zooming toward him, his whole life flashes before his eyes. But then it kind of stops. He's back in middle school. And he's this goofy-ass delinquent kid who's, like, hanging out with his friends. Who They're all a bunch of delinquents. They're going to go beat up these other guys at this other school because fuck those kids. And he's like, is this? What the fuck? He's like, he's time traveling, kind of. It's weird. But he ends up, like, doing some stuff. You find out he actually got mixed up in a gang for a while. It's a real bummer. Um, and he ends up, like, after getting the shit kicked out of him, spoiler alert, he ends up, like, being like, what if this is, 
like one chance for me to have a little bit of happiness. And he goes and finds that girl he dated, who he's at this time is still dating in, in middle school. And he goes and finds her and he sees her. And he starts crying. He's like, this was the last time I was really happy. And he even runs into her little brother and kind of talks with him. He's like, I don't know, man, like life's crazy. You know, I, you're not going to believe this, but I actually like, I think I'm dead or dying. I, I'm from, I, I saw this in the future, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And he tells him, you know, you and your sister, man, you, you died too. It sucked. Just remember this date, man, if you can do anything. If any of this is real, just remember this date. And he tells him. And he wakes up in the hospital and he's like, how the fuck did I survive? They're like, oh, this guy saved you. This guy walks over. It's that little brother. He fucking oh, lived. Damn. That does sound cool. Right? And now, but he tells him, he's like, well, what happened? Did is your sister okay? No, I couldn't save her. But I think we can together. He wants to go back in time and revenge the past or something. I don't know. He used a really dumb way to he say it. He wants to take you back to the past? Sounds fucking badass, right? Yeah. The show's legitimately decent. I okay, like it. Okay, okay, okay. I, I do. I am nervous With that it's going to. a name like that, I didn't give it as much yeah, credit as I I think it's pretty decent. I'm a little nervous that it's going to lean too far into like the delinquent stuff and be kind of shitty because. Do they have pompadours? Some of them do, yes. I think yes. he he had like the bleach blonde hair and everything. He was wild looking, like Ric Flair looking ass. Uh, but also like, I don't know. It's one of those where like I feel like I don't know how much. I don't know. I'm okay. into it right okay. now. Okay, that's what I'm saying. One episode in, I'm super into this show. All right, man. Yeah, that's definitely an A. Uh, well, tell me about Super Cub. Super Cub, man. Super Cub's boring as fuck, but it is not a D. Okay, it is not a D because it has good. Man, I am fishing for that D, You're gonna but find- I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that D. Roger, Roger, I'm going to give you that D. Okay. But Super Cub, uh, put it in B. Put it in B, Super okay. Cub's a high B. It's it's The only reason it's not any higher is because it's a little bit boring. The only reason it's not any lower is because it's kind of supposed to be boring. It's one of those slow bone burn slice of lives. Basically, homegirl, you find out she has nothing, no friends, no family. She lives alone. She barely has any money. She has enough to live there. She's going to high school. She's pumping her bike back and forth every day. And then she sees someone on a motor scooter and she's like, I'm going to get a scooter. And she finds a used scooter, gets this used Honda Super Cub. Ooh, the, the product in this one. And that's the show. She now has something. She has a, a way to go places. And I, I will say I watched episode two of this. I'm basing this on episode one, but episode two, she makes a friend, et cetera, et cetera. It's pretty cool. The thing that pushes this one up is it has, you're going to love if you watch this one, Roger, you're going to love the sound design in this one. Okay. There is really a, good. There's an awful lot of silence. The gentle of that blinker coming on sounds amazing. There's a bit at the beginning where she's making her lunch and just listening to her pop open the fucking rice maker and put it in the thing and pour up, pour up her drink. It all sounds fucking great. It's like shockingly good sound design shows a little boring, but it is like one of those super slow burn slice okay. of life. So it's going to be a little bit boring. Um, but yeah, the only reason not even higher because I can't recommend it to everybody. You gotta be into that super slow slice of life kind of shit. Um, which I know everyone isn't. But yeah, I, I like it. It's got really good sound design, if nothing else. Okay. What else you got? Okay, let's try. All right, man. I'm going to find that D right now. Find Seven right Nights now. Revolution. Put it in D, baby. Oh, yes. That That is a straight up D. It is the, oh my God. It I is, don't even got to look at my it's nose. It's the dog. biggest D of them all. This thing is so fucking boring. It is a shitty. Uh, it's so, listen, I don't want to shit on the show, despite me already shitting on shows. 
the thing is it's it's generic fantasy world with generic fantasy people fighting generic fantasy demon monsters and it's very very boring it's based on a video game uh like a, one of those mobile games and i don't want to shit on the mobile game genre but like listen if this if if princess connect from a couple seasons ago is the 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 fucking standard and that was a very well done show with really great art this falls well below it and i damn near fell asleep watching it it's a straight up d and it can stay there it is dozing it's snoozing put it in d all right man uh let's go you mentioned video games so let's go with the video game the world ends with you the animation you ever play that game i have never played it i played the i was world gonna ends get it for you. the switch it's quite a pricey ds game and i really should have it in my collection i have it on ds i, I played it on DS. I, yeah. I have a i have a pretty big ds collection but um i wanted to get it on switch and i heard it wasn't very good there so yeah. i was like oh, i'll just wait till it's cheap so no i have not played the game but i am familiar with yeah. the game i don't know anything about the switch version i own it on ds and actually after watching this popped it in just to see where i was and apparently you get like points for coming back to the game after so long and mine was maxed out at like 999 days since i touched it, obviously but yeah it's uh the world ends with you the animation seems like it is taking the exact like storyline from that one like no really not going off the rails much after that first episode okay. anyway and it's uh i will say it was interesting like having not thought about that game in so long and then watching this and be like oh yeah i remember that shit where he almost kills his like partner or whatever because the the bad guys are like tempting him to or something and i do remember these characters named beat and rhyme and all that shit it's decent it has a very unique art style that very closely mimics the actual game uh some not some okay cg okay um at least they're not all disproportionate like in like in uh the roman fighter thing cestus but yeah i it's decent i'll put it in b i call it a b okay, okay. It's, it's a, b. a b there's a lot of b's i i will say this is i think we're gonna end up with a pretty good bell curve here okay yeah you're probably right uh what else you got uh fairy ron manu Maru. holy shit fairy ron this fucking show man um it's like Magic Mike if it was an anime. Like, basically, you got a bunch of fairy dudes who have been sent to Earth. The first time you see them, they are being presented to the fairy queen who is judging them, and they are all completely naked, and you do see their butts. Uh, you don't see the ding-dongs. You don't see any wiggle physics. And they are being sent to Earth with these cover stories as high school students, and they run, like, a fairy cafe or something, and they're basically there to, like, save these people. They say, I will save your heart. In the first episode, you see this girl who's being bullied online, and to the point, yeah, you know, trigger warning, she almost commits suicide. Holy shit. Um, but one of the dudes stops her, and then they kiss, and he goes into her subconscious or something and fights the monster of her doubt or whatever. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, it, in those scenes, it looks a lot like... Um, I can never Madoka remember Magica. the name. Yes, Madoka Magica. I can never remember the name of it. Madoka Magica. It looks a lot like Madoka Magica, like with when they go into like the witch homes or whatever they were called. Uh, but yeah, the thing, the big thing with this one is it's like Sailor Moon Magic Mike because this goofy ass kid transforms into an absolute ripped fairy man with these little shorty shorts and this crazy ass like outfit, and there is a lot of bulge in this show. You gonna see a dick print. Is what I'm saying. You could you can spot the mushroom stamp. Is what I'm saying. Um, really? 
like pr damn near dude okay damn near there's a bulge in this in homie's little shorty shorts you can see it <laughs> like if that's what you're into great i gotta tell you i'm not sure if i was supposed to find it funny but i was laughing my ass <laughs> it's kind of rad uh i don't I, story wise i don't think it's gonna hold up though it's a c it's a, it's c? a c it's a cliffhanger okay i'm not out but i'm like it's pretty dumb as hell uh but i'm not out okay i don't know if you want to see some sexy anime boys that look like look like strippers when they transform go for it all right man let's try these snow white notes these snow white notes is decent okay i'm trying to do i want to put an a or b is the question i think it's a high b i think it's a high b these snow white notes it's more like right there yeah it's a b it's definitely a b um so these snow white notes is the story of this kid who he played the shamisen is that what it's called shamisen it's like the three string looks an awful lot like a banjo yeah the, um, the thing like from uh from demon slayer yeah kind of the ding 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 ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding like that thing um homie plays that and listen he fucking rips on the thing the first episode though he leaves his small town because his grandpa died and he he just he, oh my sound my sound's gone ah. And he goes to Tokyo and he inexplicably runs into and is taken in by a super hot model girl. And she has a shitty boyfriend who's in a band who's like leeching off of her. And this dude in the first episode is like, hey, you shouldn't be giving away all your money to this guy. It's like, dude, you just got here. You don't know these people's relationship. Can you chill? But like he ends up opening for that band again, inexplicably. And absolutely ripping on the fucking shamisen. Like the music is decent the music is quite good and like the animation some of the time it's just like here's his hand moving and then other times it's like they go full like he is you see those fingers moving it looks rad um but yeah i don't know how this story is gonna go because they set up and resolve like four different very generic anime storylines in that first episode and it looks like the second episode is going to have basically nothing to do with that. So I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's decent. It's fine. You can okay. do work. You can do a lot worse. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a B it ain't an A, okay. it ain't an S it's a B. Tell me about Jaron, the princess of show and blood. snow, snow and blood, snow and blood. So this, sorry, like I said, we're kind of far away from the screen. So the little text is hard for me. Yeah. Originally when I did this, it, none of them, I made this tier list by the way. So if anyone wants it, I'll, I'll shoot the link out on the, on the Twitter page on the good buddies, Twitter. But like when I, when I made this, I didn't have any words on the thing. And I was like, Oh shit, you can't tell what these are. So I had to go back in and add the text so we could read it at all. But yes, Joran, the princess of snow and blood, uh so this is one where it's like i don't know man this one's kind of weird so this is another one that i watched very early this season um it's 1930s japan uh sawa yakimura is the name she's an emotionally secluded woman who runs a small bookstore and looks after an or orphan girl who she's employed who she employs but she's also like a secret agent for this government agency that's like trying to stop something i don't know it wasn't super clear to me um she also apparently is some kind of shape-shifting badass uh. yeah and then skinwalker yeah something something like that actually yes and there's also like these other people she works with who are like james bond level like the one lady the one fucking lady has an umbrella 
They're like at some gala. She has an umbrella. So people start shooting at him. She whips it out, opens it up, and it's bulletproof. Then she closes it, and these two little thingies stick out of the sides, and it turns out it is an automatic repeating crossbow. And she's like, doo, doo. it's like, damn, bitch, you, you need all that in, in an umbrella? Yeah. I don't know. The art is kind of meh on it. Story-wise, I really don't know where it's going. After one episode, it's a cliffhanger. It's a C. Okay. It's a C. Okay, let's try... Um, farewell, my dear Kramer. Is it... I still don't know if it's Kramer or Kramer. Um... Hmm. <laughs> Kramer would be would be like two M's, right? I don't know. Would it? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm really trying to think where I would put this one. I think it's gotta be S tier. Hmm. Oh. It's a D. There we found go. you another D. It's pretty Finally. boring, man. It's so here's the thing. I feel bad about putting it there because like there's some decent stuff in here. I like But ultimately, the name. I just yeah. So here's the thing. It, I don't know what that title means. First of all, it's a show about girls playing soccer. Oh okay. Yeah, and first of all, all of them have pillowy lips and big round eyes and they look like fish. And second. They do a weird thing with the animation where like they're watching these girls play soccer from the other side of the fence and it it shows them they're behind the fence but it cuts out the part of the fence where their face is so it looks like they're sticking their face through the fence but it's not it's just so you can see their reactions as they're watching this and i'm like that's a really really weird choice y'all made yeah it it you would think that you would just you know make the fence translucent yeah, or something. Yeah, it's so fucking distracting that like I had to rewind a couple times to reread what they were saying. It's, I just I just ultimately I just kind of don't care. All right, it, baby. It could be good. There's a couple characters and I'm like, hey, I, that's pretty interesting. But they also introduced like 50 fucking characters in that first episode, and I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a D. It's okay. I, it was pretty boring overall. All right, man. Let's go with more sports. Battle athletes victory restart. This show is weird. <laughs> um, it's a C. It's a C. Okay. I mm, honestly, I feel kind of bad having Kramer under Kramer underneath that one, but it's yeah, that's where I put it. Okay. Um, Battle athletes victory restart is a reboot of some old show that I don't know anything about in a manga. Um, but it's basically like homegirl is entered into this competition, which is a, it's an athletics competition with like races and everything. Uh, there's one, there's people, girls from each planet and it takes place on this crazy satellite and she's from earth where she, where she harvested potatoes. She's a potato farmer. Okay. I like it. And after a chance meeting with some lady who like crash landed on her, in her town in some kind of UFO, she tell who told her you have to go and become the cosmic beauty because that's what the winner is. They're the cosmic beauty. Yeah, she ends up entering this competition and she's apparently very good at it. I don't know. It's just really weird. And the big my big problem with the show is it has a weird habit of one, they're doing all these athletics, so they put them in these very tight, skimpy outfits. And two, the camera just keeps staring at their butts and none of them know how to pick their wedgie. So, like, there's a lot of butt crack in this one. Um, which, if you're into that, great. Butt crack. Look, I love a good butt crack. I, I don't it, need to I throw it in my it, face constantly. Dude, you gave it a C for crack, okay? I gave it a C for crack. <laughs> I gave it a C for crack. <laughs> I was thinking B for butt crack, but C for crack works. Just, C just for crack great. works, yeah. It is a lot of butt crack. Also, it has a weird thing <laughs> where, like, there's one character who 
um, like you find out has like a prosthetic arm and leg or something, and it does this really weird thing where like it's trying to talk about how like oh it's okay like it everybody's a different shape and size just like my potatoes see they're all different and it's like is real like i get what you're going for but also literally everyone else in this show is like a traditional very skinny super hot girl with varying size of boob so like even this girl is a very skinny hot girl but like she feels weird because she has prosthetic it, it was not believable at all it was not very well written yeah. but yeah i don't know and to see it's a C. It's okay, a C. Okay. I'm done talking about it. Uh, let's go with Blue Reflection... Reflection? Reflection Ray. Blue Reflection Ray. I still don't know what was happening in this fucking show for two reasons. One, like nothing happened until the end of it. And two, it's fucking boring as sin. Throw it into D. That's okay. a dozer. That one is taking a big old nap. Um, Blue Reflection Ray is a magical girl show where girls have magic rings that respond to their feelings or something. This one honestly got away from me. I don't okay. know what was happening okay. until the end. And like, I kind of just, the the art is like, got this weird kind of old school look to it, but like in a bad way. Like it doesn't work. And until the very end, I didn't know what was happening. And the very end involved like one girl who has a red magic ring and you know she's evil because her ring is red. And when they use when they use their rings to transform, time freezes around, like freezes for everybody except people who also have magic rings. So what she's doing is freezing time in this all-girls school to creep on one of the girls. And then these other girls who just happen to cross these magic rings, and theirs are blue, so you know they're the good guys, they manage to stop her and scare her away. Okay. But that's like that's literally the last three minutes of the show, and the rest of it makes no fucking sense. So yeah, it's a D. Blue okay. reflection ray is a D. I'm I yeah. Okay. Well, magical girls have powers. So let's talk about the Saints' magic power is omnipotent. The Saints' magic power is omnipotent. Kind of reminds me of um oh what the hell was the name of that show? Ascendance of a Bookworm, where like you get someone who's isekai and they just know a bunch of shit, and uh -huh. so they're doing stuff. But this one, it's less that she knows a bunch of shit and more that she ends up like learning a bunch of shit because she. So basically. The saint, uh, regular old lady, gets isekai'd upon returning home from a day at the office. And she has been summoned to this fantasy world along with another younger girl. Uh, both of them came through because they were summoned by these sages who needed the power of a quote-unquote saint to help the people. So the prince, whose name is Kyle. Prince Kyle? No. No, no, no can't be prince kyle <laughs> fuck you fuck prince kyle the prince sees the younger girl and is like ah truly she is the beautiful saint and takes her away meanwhile this regular girl who was like just an office worker is like what do i do and like i don't know man whatever you want i guess so she ends up like finding this place where they harvest these flowers and she recognized the flowers because she was like a you know that's kind of her thing in real life she liked flowers and they're using them to make healing potions and so she goes there and like joins up with them and starts learning how to make healing potions and it turns out she's got like super powerful magic power because of course she does it's an isekai she has to be op um but it also like yeah it's not bad it also introduces a whole lot of very cute boys so i think it's going to be one of those like reverse harem kind of things okay uh it's fine it's a C, it's a b okay it's a b okay it's a b it's a b Oh, there's the B right there. There's the okay. B. Don't trust the B. 
Okay, okay. So now I think we've got a pretty good list boiled down here. Of, All right. Of, of decent shows. Maybe, we, maybe not. We got a couple there that uh, I yeah. think are still pretty decent. I, 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 I kind of narrowed down there at the end to put ones that I heard or I'd seen people talking about. Okay, so, okay. Uh, so here we go. We're going to call this the cream of the crop or cream of the flop. It's definitely uh, one or the other, babe. <laughs> uh, let's go with Mars Red. Let's start Mars, there. I, I really like Mars Red. Okay. And I tell you, it's a little bit... It's one of those that like... if. So the first episode is very artsy to the point that it is almost full of itself. But I don't think it ever goes all the way there. I really like the show, though. I'm going to put it in S. I think Mars Red is an S. Okay. Based on purely the first episode. Here's the thing about Mars Red is that... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Mars Red is one that the... It's at 1920s Tokyo. You got Major Maida who has been dispatched to investigate this actress who has just risen as a vampire after being crushed by a falling prop. And I don't want to say anything else about it. I just want everyone to watch that first episode because that first episode I fucking loved. It is a killer, killer first episode. It is maybe my favorite premiere of the season. It's really, it's between that and another one that you haven't gotten to yet. Okay. But it's really good. Um, if the rest of the show is like that, where it is like, here is a story with a beginning, middle, and end that is effective and really cool and has some really pretty animation, and it's just this self-contained thing that happens to deal with vampires, if the rest of the show is like that, kind of like kind of like a Paranoia Agent or a Violet Evergarden, where it's just mm -hmm. each episode is its own little story, if the rest of the show is like that, we got a fucking hit. Okay. If it is not, and I don't think it's going to be, it feels like it's going toward he's going to he's like gonna be in charge of this vampire kill squad where they got to go out and stop the vampires which is fine it's a different show it's still a good show but it's not as good as it could be but yeah i i really like this one okay i really like it. it's an s it's definitely okay. an s okay let's go with i've been killing slimes for 300 years and i can't read the rest of it and i maxed out my level okay or something like that uh i really like this one it's an a Bam. so the thing about this one is you got First of all, Homegirl quite literally, it's an isekai. Homegirl quite literally worked herself to death. She was like working like literally seven days a week uh, toward the end there. And she just passed out of work and did not wake up. Um, she gets reincarnated by God. God is a beautiful lady. And she's like, oh, you know, that's terrible. I feel so bad for you. I tell you what, I'm going to put you in this cool fantasy world and you know what i'm gonna you're gonna be i'm gonna make you super cool you want to be a witch yeah i want to be a witch okay we're gonna make you a witch we're gonna give you a nice chill life you can just chill out do whatever you want um you want to be immortal yeah i can be immortal sure i don't want to die again okay we're gonna make you immortal and what age do you want to be i don't know like 17 so she is now a forever young witch girl who lives in this cool little cabin on the outskirts of this town and that's where the show starts and then she, for her whole, like, for 300 years straight, there's a big old time job, 300 years straight, she's going back and forth to this town, living her life, eating lunch, trading stuff with the townsfolk, uh, hanging out. And every day she gets attacked by a bunch of slimes. She kills the slimes, goes back home, whatever. 300 years later of just killing slimes, she is level fucking 99. She is absolutely unstoppable, and she doesn't even realize it. But people find out. She hates it because now her perfect little life is broken. She gets attacked by adventurers because they want to see how tough she is. She gets attacked by a dragon because the dragon wants to see how tough she is. She makes friends with the dragon. And the dragon has a human form that's also a cute girl. 
it's pretty sweet i really like the show it's a lot of fucking fun um and it does have a pretty sweet little uh little note on the end where like the dragon wants to make it up to her for accidentally destroying her house so like the dragon is like building her a new cabin uh and she the dragon's like no no no, i can finish it up i just got to push myself a little bit harder she's like no 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 none of that no working yourself to death it's important to take breaks and everything teaching her the lesson that she learned in her life which is very cute um i really like this show it's super cute and if it stays super cute we got a hit if it doesn't and it gets weird it could get weird there you go okay yeah i like it it's very cute okay so let's go on now maybe a slime that she could kill oh yeah is from uh, that time i got reincarnated as a slime you know Um, what the slime diaries what do we got on it dude the slime diaries it is also an a Okay. Uh, slime Dyer's is a spinoff, obviously. Slime to slime. Slime to slime. Ass to ass. Slime to slime, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, Slime Diaries is obviously a spinoff of that time I got reincarnated as Slime. Is basically they took that show and then were like, okay, here's... The, it, it is it is a spinoff manga that is also... Yeah. The, but it's literally just like a bunch of little gags, slice of life, like goofy comedy shit. Not unlike an Asobia Sobase or any other number of shows we've seen um, where they just have these goofy little stories and it's very charming and very cute and it's a lot of fun to see the characters you know from that time i got reincarnated slime just living normal life and not fighting to the death and all that shit uh i'm still into slime but like this one's very cute and fun they also redo some of the art like benny mara the oni guy looks less scary and more like a regular cool dude and he's got a little fan club because like all the other people in the monster town are like oh my god he's so cute like it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's super cute. It's super okay. fun. I don't really have anything else to say about okay. it. It's just decent. Okay. Uh, let's see what you got to say about Osamake, rom com where the childhood friend won't lose. Uh, so first of all, I don't fucking believe you. Second, that's a D. This show's boring as hell. Baby, it's a D. I so I struggled whether to not to call this one trash or boring and that is the ultimate question you know is it worse to be trash or is it worse to be boring um i did the same thing with um full dive honestly i was not sure if i was going to call it boring or trash but when trash there's i'm going born with this one so osamake rom-com where the childhood friend won't lose basically dude first of all man i don't want to talk shit on the production too much but if you look at the poster for this one at least two of those characters look like they just straight copy and paste it from bunny girl sama Second, apparently, all of the main female characters are also... Gabani Girl Senpai? Gabani Girl Senpai, yes, excuse me. Uh, Second, all of the main female characters are apparently also named after characters from Fire Emblem, because dude was like, I don't know, let's just go with it. What? (laughs) Mar? No, no. Roy? No, 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 no. It's like, like, uh, they have the same, like, uh, root Japanese names or something. Ah, okay. But yeah, uh, as a bunch of characters from Fire Emblem. Uh, The show itself... It's so, like, all the characters are either so cookie-cutter or so, or written in such a crazy way that they either seem like absolute background nobodies or real psychopaths. Like, there is no in-between. And, like, so basically, dude is in love with the prettiest girl in school, and, uh, but he has a childhood friend who's this super cute girl who the show describes as an older lolly, first of all. Gross. (laughs) Um, and she's super in love with him and she's not shy about it at all. She is trying to get that, uh, several times through the show. She tries very hard to get that. And basically they find out that 
prettiest girl in school is dating some dude and the dudes the guys all broken up about it and his childhood friends trying to comfort her and then they decide what they're going to do about this is they literally just scheme up a plan to like show her how cool he is so that she feels bad for dating someone else it's like dude you're a you're an actual crazy person and the show says that the childhood friend won't lose meaning that he's gonna end up with the soup with the girl the the older lolly i guess but also in that first episode she literally says well if we do that it's not winning it just means you don't lose and i'm like okay so you're just telling me what's gonna happen beforehand the show sucks it's very boring i literally fell asleep the first time i watched it and then i tried to watch it again and i was like man this sucks i tried to watch it a third time and got <laughs> through it and still thought it sucked and was boring okay so i'm gonna put it in d for dozing it's a it's a boring ass show it's also pretty fucking trash okay. in general <laughs> yeah don't watch Osamake. Osa okay. Osamake. all right man don't toy with me miss nagatoro uh, this is a this Kinda is looks one like of, we got a middle finger going here. Yeah, a little bit. This <laughs> is one that like, hmm, it's a C. It's a C. Okay. So here's the thing about this show is I've seen a lot of people talking about it and stuff, and the whole show is basically this dude. First of all, this dude, not unlike that dragon from earlier, is such a baby back bitch boy that he one is terrified of women. And two, he goes to the library and is like sitting down and he looks over at these girls who are just chatting and having a good time and talking. And he's like, he he refers to them as a separate species. He sees women as truly not human, first of all. So that's a ding. Then one of those girls ends up like talking to him afterwards alone. And she is the titular uh, Miss Nagatoro. And she basically just fucks with this dude forever that's it she just loves teasing him make it like they do a bunch of stuff where like it seems like maybe she's kind of into him but then she just laughs at him and when she laughs at him it's like all up in his face like one big eye one little eye she looks insane it's wild um i don't know she's just so incredibly unlikable and he is such a little baby boy that it's hard i just They're don't like watching it i just don't like watching it honestly but like <laughs> after that first episode anyway i will give it another okay and we'll see how i feel about it but yeah i uh, it's a scene okay it's a cliffhanger it's 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 fallen all right man so we're at our we're at the final, final three. three the, the final three the terrific three as we okay as we so them. i will start with the one of these three that i have seen all right here we go and I mean, I think I think the ranking is in the title, but we'll see how it goes. All right, Dinazanon. S S S S Dinazanon. I still not sure if this is a spinoff or what. It's part of the same Gridman universe. Yeah, it's it's. Um, it even says Gridman universe underneath the title. Yeah, yeah. So you got a bunch of kids. See, high school I guess kids. you could technically consider this a sequel season, but it's so far removed. I wouldn't call it a sequel. Right now. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't call it a sequel. I would call it a uh, a sequel season. But yeah, SSSS Dinosaur. They're getting new characters, so. It's a there it's a kaiju go. kaiju story about kids with issues, including a girl who is dealing with an, a deceased older sibling who it seems she is unfairly and unfairly compared to. A kind of boring dude who that girl asks out and then flakes on because that's how she that's how she's coping and a couple of shut-ins uh and then they they all basically run across the same homeless guy who says he's a kaiju user 
and then a kaiju attacks the city and he summons a big giant robot that a bunch of those kids get pulled into and they're piloting the big robot and it's kind of rad it's kind of rad okay um but i will say and i told I, we talked about this previously my problem with this show after that first episode anyway is that these kids are in a fucking giant goddamn robot that just transformed into a giant goddamn fire-breathing dragon and blew up this other kaiju and the boring dude looks up at the girl because that's all he's focused on and she just turns around and is like yeah i am pretty messed up and i'm like y'all are in a fucking robot what are you doing i was like i i just it's it's hard for me it's a little whiplashy sure between i the, think it builds rad action. it's fine it's fine and i will say i watched the second episode and it's fine um i like this episode second episode quite a bit i'll just ask you where would you drop it man where would you put I, it? I would put it i think it's i think with the animation and, the animation's fine. and the the just the overall show is pretty fun mm-hmm. um and the second episode had me freaking laughing dude mm-hmm it had me laughing whenever he he went over to homeboy's house. Mm, it was pretty um, funny. I would I would put it as an S, but I like the Gridman that I like yeah. that whole style. I like the way the show looks. I like how much fun it is. Um, and maybe maybe first episode alone is not S, but in grand scheme, I see it going to the tippy okay. top, baby. Well, you call it an S. Okay. I was gonna put it in B. Let's split the difference. Call it an S. Or you, A. An split a? the difference. Okay. Call it an A. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's got four S's in the name, but I'm gonna put it in A. I do. I think so far that it's better than Gridman. No, no, no. no I don't either. Do I think that it could end up being that so much fun there? that it's on on par with it? Look, yes. that, that fucking kaiju user guy is hilarious. Yes, he. Oh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the funny parts. I want people to be able to see it. In the All right, babe. So. We got two left, and one okay. of them is very hard to read. Do you want to talk about? Okay, yeah. Let's hit it, dude. What is it? That is. Higahiro, after being rejected, I shaved yeah. and took in a high school runaway. Creepy title. So, yeah, this... I've been hearing it's the bait and switch. Let me tell you, Roger, this this is my X-Files because I want to believe. Okay. I want to believe in this fucking show. So here's the thing. We already talked about one where a dude is literally, literally stalking a high school girl. I want to believe this one's better because this one starts, he, as the title says gets rejected he's going home drunk uh he comes across this girl who's just like sitting down or whatever uh in the middle of the street basically not in the middle of the street it's like a walkway but he he finds her and he's like hey you know what are you doing out here he's very drunk and she's like i don't have any place to go and she basically finagles her way into staying with the dude and she's like so what's up we gonna bone because like that you find out that's what she's been doing this is a high school girl she's like 16 17 i think 17 say 17 they're always 17 um and she's trying to seduce him because that's how she's been getting through life just jumping from one guy to the other that's how she's been traveling because she doesn't she can't she ran away from home she doesn't want to go home we don't know what's up with home yet whatever the dude to his credit tells her no i'm not gonna do that i'm not into little girls and he goes to sleep and he's like you can sleep here for night whatever he goes to sleep wakes up the next day not remembering most of that and he's like oh god I didn't do anything, did I? And she's like, no, you were very, very much a gentleman. And she's like, oh, thank God. It's like, wow. So, like, that's the show. He basically tells her, like, look, you can stick around. He's trying to. You ever seen Black Snake Moan? Yes. It kind of is like Black Snake Moan. Okay. Where, so that was a movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a movie where Sam Jackson takes Christina Ricci, 
who's like a sex crazed drug addict, drug addict and chains her up in his house so that she can't do that shit. He's trying to break her of that habit. It's kind of like that, but like a very much, a very nicer anime version okay. where he's telling her, look, you can stay here. You don't have to pay me to live here. You just clean the house because his house is filled. He's like, you clean up. And she makes great miso soup, he finds out, because he was like, I want miso soup when he was drunk. And she made him some the next morning. He's like, this is really fucking good miso soup. So that's the show. And I want to believe it's going to stay there. I am so certain that it's going to end up, because, like, even after he she promises not to try and seduce him anymore, he's, like, laying on his back, and she walks over him, and, like, you see her panties. And there's like a bit at the end where like he's on the back porch like of the apartment smoking a cigarette and he's like, she is kind of cute. And I'm like, I want to believe he's going to stick to his guns and not fuck this high school girl. Well, dude, it sounds like you have to stay with it to find out. It sounds like I do. I'm going to. Let I'm, me let me ask you this. Ask me your question. Because this is. Before I give it, it's great. In my opinion, this is borderline like, like this is borderline kind of like grooming fantasy almost. It's. it's I'm not going to say that's it, but man, it feels close. Now, if it, the anime ends and they are, you know, we'll say that the guy's in his 30s and she's not far behind, because I'm assuming the age gap isn't that huge. That's still pretty fucked up. And they're married. How will you feel about it? That's fucked up. That's fucked up because it's definitely like grooming or whatever. Yeah. It's definitely what that is. That is not good. If it, So here's the thing. He's still into his boss, who is the person he got rejected by, his sexy okay. boss lady boss, who has giant titties, you find out. Uh, he's still under her. You, you hate to hear it. You hate to hear it. Uh, he has another co-worker. I've, I'll say I've seen episode two of this one. He's got another co-worker who seems like she's into him, and she's super cute and his own fucking age. So I want to believe, Roger, that it's not going to go that way, and I'm going to stick with this show until it gives me reason to stop believing Now, that. is it is it possible for them to end up together and it not be creepy? No. It's not possible. Not in my book, not for me. Okay. I'm sure that's a that's a line that uh, that is that's a that's a step too far for me. I'm sure a lot of people be fine with it. That is why I'm going to put it in C. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put C. it in C. And to be clear, again, D is kind of an outlier here in that it's not shows that are particularly terrible. They're just boring as fuck. So this one is a cliffhanger. Okay. It is it is Ooh, it's the lowest C on the list. It is this close to dropping straight through D to F. Does it have the chance of moving up? Ah, I'm not going to commit to that. I'm not going to commit to that. <laughs> All right, dude. Tell me about To Your Eternity. To Your Eternity, I think, is the best premiere this season. It's the one I like the most. Because you know the thing about me, Roger. Okay. Because I love that sad shit. You do love that sad Ooh, shit. Ooh, I want to cry. Make me cry, daddy. To Your Eternity... First of all, it's going in S, if that wasn't clear. It's an S rank. Okay. To Eternity is the story of, it starts with an unnamed narrator who we must assume is God, who says it started as an orb, and you see this orb falling to Earth. It's this little, just a little orb, this little circle. It falls down. And whenever it interacts with something, it transforms into that, and it learns a little bit. So it starts with that thing. It hits a rock. It turns into a rock. And it stays there for a very long time throughout the years and seasons, and eventually, a wolf comes by. A wolf has been wounded. This wolf falls down next to it, finally gives up the ghost and dies. And the rock turns into a wolf. And then it goes about its day. And then that wolf comes across this little uh, hut 
where this dude is living. And he, the dude comes out and he's like, holy shit, you're back. It's his pet wolf. It was his pet wolf. Now it's this thing. And it's this kid who's living there by himself. And everyone else apparently has gone on to try and find another place to live. And he's still there uh, fishing through the ice to try and, you know, live and stay alive. Everyone else that, you know, he was stayed behind with the old folks. They're all gone now. He's all alone. He's just got this wolf. And it's the story of that kid trying to get to where the rest of his family went. And I won't say any more because I want everyone to watch okay. this. You can guess where this is going. This show is beautiful. It's very good art. Pretty great sound design. A story that I can really get behind. Uh, seems like, again, it's going to do like the kind of, you know, just just story by story thing every episode. The next episode... Uh, uh, we find out is going to be like about some village uh, where these people may or may not be about to sacrifice someone to, you know, get a plentiful harvest or whatever. So we'll see what happens there. I really like to your attorney. I think it is probably my number one this season. Okay. After one episode, it's my number one and it is absolutely going to make me cry. Okay. It already made me tear up pretty hard. That first Was it episode. when the wolf died? No, it was after that. But the wolf dying, so the wolf dying, you don't, you didn't know the wolf at that point. You just saw this yeah. animal with a wound and it kind of just falls down next to this rock. And then the rock becomes a wolf. Um, and then the wolf has the wound and it just, it like heals up. I see, I see. Yeah. Uh, I will say that's foreshadowing, <laughs> but you'll see what happens later on. But I love this fucking show. It is easily my favorite this season. It's an S. Uh, to Your Eternity is my number one this season i'm really okay. into two, okay. year eternity. two year eternity so there's our list sounds interesting there's all that. i will say so i said i wasn't going to do anything that's in uh netflix jail there's one show uh goku shifudo i think it's called a uh, way of the house husband that part one is on netflix now so i don't know it was kind of a gray area i left it out okay but check it out it's pretty great me and Haley watched like went through all five episodes of the first half it's really fucking funny okay that's been um, one I've been meaning to check out too. It's pretty sweet, but there's the list. We got, like I said, I think we got a pretty good bell, bell curve here. Um, yeah. We got uh, four that I think are the best. We got a lot of A's that I think are very good. Some B's, A and B would both be doing just fine uh, on the old Good Buddies Mount Vibe check. Uh, S is tippity top, obviously. C is going to be a cliffhangers. These are they're slipping. D, we are asleep. These shows are. Very boring to D's me. D's nuts. Again, your mileage may vary. Yes, D for D's nuts. You're very funny, sir. Uh, and then uh, F rank. Ooh, just skip them. These are trash. Uh, in my book, anyway. Obviously, if you're into it, you're into it. I, I, you know, same thing last season. I said, you know, I don't begrudge anybody you for watching what? these You know what? There's F -rank a lot shows. less in the low ranks than usual. Yeah, I, I I'll, like. I'll agree with that. Um, but I usually, uh, like last season, I said, you know, all these shows... In the F rank and the in the Last glacial chasm, did have a whole lot. Just I would a say, ton of shows. yeah, I would say if if you watch any of these, I don't begrudge you for enjoying these shows. I will say if you like Koikimo, it's just it, literally the subtitle is "It's disgusting to call this love." God, I I kind of have some feelings about you if you like that show because that's about a dude who's stalking a high schooler. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the list. We made it. Um, Roger, what are we doing next time? It's to be determined, dude. So, baby. Yeah, so so this week, uh this coming week. Yeah, no ramble. And uh I do start work again back at the comic store this week. Yeah. Uh so 
I don't know how, you know, my weeks. I'm going to do my best to make sure that we, we stay close to a weekly schedule again. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm totally vaccinated. My The efficacy or whatever is is, is all the mm. way. I'm there. Yeah. Um, I, Brandon is working on getting his. Um, I, I had it scheduled, and then it got canceled. And then it turns out I wasn't going to be able to make it anyway because I had to work that Wednesday anyway yeah. because, uh, surprise, surprise, uh, once again, everyone who worked with me at my job has quit, and it's just me. So now I'm just going to be working. You ever wonder if maybe it is just you? I'm going to be working ten hours a day for the rest <laughs> of my life. Uh, oh man, uh, it's yep. just me. So it's because they don't pay them anything. That's yeah, the yeah, that's probably the problem. Sucks. Dude. His job sucks. Uh, but he yeah, man, we'll quit. we'll talk about what we do next time. It'll be to uh, to be determined for now, and then hopefully. If not next week, then we'll be back the week after. This this is definitely a next time, not a guaranteed next yeah, week. Yeah, not a guaranteed next week. But next time, we will be here talking about something, and yep. we'll figure it out. Uh, but, yeah, let us know. By all means, tear me apart. Tell me how wrong I am. Rip his ass. About, about uh, Osamake and Farewell, My Dear Kramer or Kramer. Tell me how much you love Fairy Ranmaru. You love those fairy boys with their big fairy bulges. Um, tell me how much you hated to your eternity because it was boring and sad. Tell me how much you loved Cestus the Roman fighter, and I will tell you, nah. <laughs> but <laughs> I say, have you got your ass checked? That hey, I, 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 coming from a guy that has very poor eyesight, you know, I got huge lenses right now. You do. You might need to get your eyes checked. That's a bit. That's a bit much. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, tell us what you thought of them. Uh, by all means, I expect to be absolutely fucking roasted in every comment section we have. And you can leave those comments on Rapid Kick Media's YouTube channel. Yep. You can hit us up on the, the email. Uh, it's all the links are in the description. Yep. We got the Twitter. We got the uh, Tumblr. We got the fa uh, Facebook. We got all the stuff. Um, by all means, let us know. Hit us up. Tell us about it. Leave us a rating. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry you didn't get the sweet visual of us doing the actual tier list. You can go, go to ahead, YouTube for that. Go if ahead, you want ahead, to. Go ahead. Draw there are a lot of shows on here, so I don't know if everything is going to get a video. I don't know if anything's going to get a video. I'm going to wiggle this mouse just in case this is still on the screen. <laughs> there you go. But uh, yeah, by all means, uh, let us know what you thought about it. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, tell me how wrong I am. I'm fine with it. It's going to be okay. Uh, we can agree to disagree. And I think people are going to be like, hey, man, I agree with Roger. Dinosaur needs to be an S. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's got all those S's. It must be. But, um, you know, you can feel however you run about it, but uh, just know that I'm right. All right, later. <laughs> Love you. <ya. laughs> Love you. Bye.